Super Tuesday is nearly here. On Tuesday, California votes alongside 13 other states in an election that could possibly give a nigh-insurmountable delegate lead to one of the Democratic hopefuls. In San Diego County, voters will also decide who will move on to the general election in several contested congressional races and measures that could have impacts on the backcountry and for tourists. Here's what you need to know about voting tomorrow. Today is Monday, March 2nd. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Charles Clark, you're the political reporter for the Union-Tribune, and tomorrow's the big day. We've been talking about it for months. So first question, when will we know the first results of Super Tuesday in California tomorrow? Right. So first results will start coming in around 8 when polls close. Uh, We'll start getting the early returns. It's then going to be updated probably about every 30 minutes, is my understanding. Uh, And the plan for the registrar, I believe, is to do it throughout most of the night, pretty much on that regular schedule of every 30 minutes or so we'll be getting a new batch. Uh, I would caution that even with that being said, so many people vote by mail uh, that there'll be votes coming in. You know, As long as you're postmarked by election day, they do have to count the vote. Uh, so final, final results will probably take several days, if not weeks. So it's entirely possible that San Diego County will vote for candidate X, but when all those other votes get counted, it'll actually be candidate Y that wins, right? Precisely, precisely. So kind of the thing that I always like to caution people is that you literally could go to bed you know, Tuesday night and wake up, and all of a sudden things flipped. I mean, we actually literally did have, during the 2018 election, a couple of races where the winner did flip to someone else. And that was actually a big mistake, not only here in San Diego County, but across the state of California, where you had the AP and different groups calling races on election night. Several congressional seats, if I'm not mistaken, Katie Porter and maybe even Katie Hill were two of those, Mm -hmm. where it turned out, well, no, they actually won. Uh, you know, kind of an example closer to home that people are really familiar with, Amar Camp in a jar during the 2018 cycle. At the end of election night, he was down about 10 points, right? So everyone said, oh, Duncan Hunter won re-election. Now, although that ended up being true, if you look at the final count, he didn't win by 10 or, or didn't lose by 10 points. He ended up losing by about three points. So that just kind of shows the dramatic swing that we could see here uh, when all the votes are counted. Mm-hmm. And over the past several weeks, you've been communicating with Michael Vu, the San Diego County Registrar of Voters. What's his kind of temperature currently as we, you know, get close to Super Tuesday? Right. So I think he's cautiously optimistic. Uh, I think one thing that everyone needs to bear in mind is that there's a lot of newness going into the election this year, and you kind of have this um, confluence of several factors. So one, presidential primary elections are always more complicated. Within that, you also have that in the presidential primary, the parties choose who can vote. The Democrats decided that people who are no party preference or independent, they can vote in the presidential primary. That Mm -hmm. adds a layer of complication for what they can request. There's all these new districts just with different redistricting as far as school boards and things like that. Uh, And then kind of the big thing that I think is the big question mark for everyone and the registrar is what's going to happen with the new law that's in effect as far as same-day voter registration at every polling location. We've written a lot about that, but kind of the big thing that uh, Michael Vu has mentioned is just, frankly, we don't know how many people are going to take advantage of that. And because we have to offer conditional voter registration at every polling location, 
who's to know how many unregistered people in San Diego County will take advantage of that. It could be, you know, hundreds. It could be hundreds of thousands. We just don't know. Yeah. Do you know how many people who are unregistered to vote in the county who could be? Uh, in theory, I believe the last number I saw was their projection is something around 400,000 people, mm-hmm. uh, if not more. Um, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's get into some of the nitty gritty about the kind of logistics of tomorrow. What do I need to know if I want to vote? I didn't have a, a mail-in ballot, just need to go to my polling place. What's the kind of best practice to make sure everything smoothly? Right. So my recommendation would be, first off, go to the registrar's website, look up your registration status. Uh, that'll make things a lot easier for you. It should include your polling location, all that, and also you know what your registered party is, um, You know whether you're Republican, Democrat, no party preference, something else. That then will inform you about what you have to do as far as, say, if I'm a no party preference voter and I want to vote on the Democratic presidential candidates, Well, when you go to your polling location, you want to request the no party preference crossover ballot for the Democratic nominees. Mm -hmm. The poll workers have been trained. They should know what you're requesting pretty easily, uh, and they can accommodate you there. It's best to go to your actual polling location. That's going to make your life a lot easier. Or go to one of the satellite uh, offices of the Registrar of Voters or the county registrar's building, although I would venture to guess that one will be one of the busiest on Election Day. Mm-hmm. And you have a guess about how long the typical wait is going to be if you're you know, going to your polling location when they open? Um, so polling location-wise, I'm not exactly sure on that. I, I think my understanding is the polls themselves were not problematic in 2018, where mm-hmm. we saw the bigger wait was at the actual registrar's facility, which had to do with people who either they failed to register or there has something else going on with their registration status where that got a little bit more complicated. Uh, I, I would say... Always better to go early. I mean, your best bet would have been to go to the registrar's office for one of the satellite locations over the weekend. I know mm-hmm. I personally did that, and it was in and out in five minutes. Uh, but obviously, that time has passed. So, really, I think just figuring out what option is best for you either do your polling location or do one of the satellite offices. You can actually check the wait times of the satellite offices online. Mm-hmm. And let's say you got a mail-in ballot and you put it off to the last second. What are your options now? So you can either drop off your mail ballot at uh, usually in your mail ballot. There's actually a little thing where it tells you where you know the nearest drop-off location is. You can drop it off there. You could drop it off at your polling location if you want to go in person. Uh, you also, I guess, just drop it in the mail or drop it off at the registrar's facilities or satellite offices. Really, it's just returning the ballot or making sure that it is postmarked and in the mail by that date. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like been a resounding theme of this election, right? It seems like people have been waiting to the last second to decide. They have. They have, which, you know, kind of twofold, right? On one hand, as we saw with the news about people dropping out just right over the weekend, probably a good thing that people didn't rush to vote. Otherwise, you know, there's no way to make up for it once you cast that ballot. On the other hand, that is part of what contributes to why we have a longer count here in California, right? Uh, Nearly 75% of voters in San Diego County vote by mail. Most of them do not return their ballot until Election Day or even put it in the mail until Election Day, which is part of the reason, again, why we may see results tighten or change entirely when the count is all done. Mm -hmm. And has the registrar said how long they expect to take to count all the mail ballots once they're in? 
Right. So it'll be the mail ballots. There's also provisional ballots, which will have to do with the same day voter registration. You know, they haven't given the exact timeline. My my understanding, though, is they expect to take advantage of the entire canvassing window they have. You know, they have to certify election results. I believe it's that first week in April. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their intent and expectation is they're going to have to take advantage of that full window because they're expecting really large turnout, something on the scale of what they saw uh, during the 2016 primary, which was already one of the largest. Mm-hmm. And what is kind of the state of play when it comes to the Democrats in California right now? Right. Well, you know, it's funny. We uh, Maybe San Diego is the kiss of death because we were actually supposed to get a visit from uh, Pete Buttigieg as well as Tom Steyer uh, on Monday night. Both obviously abruptly dropped out. You know, I think the expectation is that you know, most polls show Bernie Sanders is the favorite to win California. Uh, he certainly seems like he's on pace and will make the threshold to receive some of the statewide delegates, and then we'll see how he does congressional district by congressional district. Uh, you know, the one other person who may meet that statewide threshold, I think, would be Biden, in theory, just given who dropped out and who they're backing. Although, you know, Mike Bloomberg, this is the first time he's on the ballot, right? And who knows what that has to do with just how much money I'm sure. Heck, I mean, anyone listening to this podcast, right, you've probably seen a Bloomberg ad. It's really hard to run away from those. Right, right. I mean, it, whether it's Instagram or YouTube, it's, it's everywhere. It's a, it's a bit much. So let's say I'm a male voter. I still have my ballot. I filled it out, and I voted for Buttigieg or Klobuchar. What can that person do to, you know, not throw away their vote? It, can they get another ballot, assuming they haven't cast it? Right. So, it's an excellent question. So, as long as you physically have your mail ballot and have not turned it in yet, you could go and bring it with you to the registrar or one of the satellite locations and get a new ballot. That would be your best bet to make sure that you can still, you know, cast the vote for a candidate who's still in the race. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, looking forward, what's your game plan tomorrow night? <laughs> Uh, so tomorrow night, it's it'll be a long night. You know, my expectation is to be here uh, until the early morning a bit. Uh, you know, it's a lot of wait and see. Obviously, we do a lot of pre-writing and kind of our own theories, but this is where it gets put to the test. And oftentimes, you know, I'm sure Michael Smolin's going to test this too. We find out that as smart as we like to think we are, we're usually wrong about quite a few things too. So, you know, I'll be very closely watching the 50th congressional district race. That's kind of the premier one for the primary for us. Um, as well as the 53rd Congressional District. And then, like everyone, you know, I'm sure we'll have CNN or something keeping our eye on the Super Tuesday results across uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one thing that California kind of has the advantage of. The polls will close early on the you know, eastern states, so we have more of a sense of what's going on by the time you know, 9 or 10 p.m. rolls around. Right, right, exactly. So you know, I think the first half of my day will probably just be tracking down, making sure I know where candidates are, getting a feel for everyone's sense of things, and... Uh, yeah, watching to see how those other results are going, because maybe that'll give us an indication of what to expect in California. Mm-hmm. All right. Charles Clark, thank you so much. Thanks, Daniel. Also, the San Diego Union-Tribune has two pages that will be helpful as you decide on Election Day. Check out our voting guide by going to uniontrib.com slash voting guide. And to see the recommendations made by the San Diego Union-Tribune's editorial board, go to uniontrib.com slash endorsements. 
Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekday evenings. If you also like your news in your email inbox, we've got you covered. You can sign up for breaking news, top headlines, business, sports, entertainment, watchdog, caregiving, and more. We've also got Boletines en Español, plus emails from Pacific Magazine and a host of community newspapers. Just go to uniontrip.com newsletters. Until next time.